Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Hey, thank you to our Jay Webb for the kind introduction, and hello everyone. It's time again for a study of God's Word from the International Gospel Hour. God has granted us so much, and today, let me ask a question. Would you like for your life to be better? Are there changes needed? Let's see how the Bible can help us. Stay tuned. We'll look at that in just a moment. Let me ask you, are there times you wonder, I wish Jeff would discuss X on the International Gospel Hour, or you fill in the blank there. Do you have any questions you would like to hear discussed on the International Gospel Hour? A biblical question that you've wondered about? Hey, look, we'll withhold your name, but we would gladly consider your question for a future broadcast. Please go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com and send us your question. We appreciate all of our listeners and thank you for your interest in spiritual things, the things that are of God. Now for our study today. You know, dear friends, it's been said that the only thing consistent is change. I know of individuals who wish to change habits, change jobs, and it very well could be, dear listener, there are some big changes that need to be made in your life. Consider this text from Acts, the third chapter, beginning with verse 18. But those things which God foretold by the mouth of all of his prophets, that the Christ would suffer, he has thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Did you catch that word, converted? Let's talk about the word converted or the word conversion. One definition is the process of change or turning from one state to another. Did you catch that? The process of change or turning from one state to another. Well, that sounds to me, and biblically speaking, that a person that is living a life as a sinner has to be converted and live like a Christian. The late Brother Perry Cotham in his book, Conversion, said on page 12, it is when man turns from the love and practice of sin to love and practice righteousness. Let's hear that again. It is when man turns from the love and practice of sin to love and practice righteousness. Vine's definition of converted is, Divine grace is the efficient cause, human agency the responding effect. Ooh, I like that. Divine grace is the efficient cause. Human agency, the responding effect. God's divine grace has come upon man. You know, seeing that definition reminds me of Titus chapter 2 and verse 11. For the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Dear friends, that's conversion in two verses. Titus 2, 11 and 12. Listen to this other definition. Turn yourselves, turn again, or unless you turn. Turn yourselves, turn again, unless you turn. 
So we understand that conversion is indeed a change. There are some biblical examples. I think, for example, in the days of Israel, when Ezekiel the prophet pled with Israel and their wickedness. In Ezekiel 33:11, he said, Say unto them as I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil way, for why will ye die, O house of Israel? You're in one state which is evil, and you change to another state which is to live. As a matter of fact, folks, look at the word evil. Spelled backwards, it's live. In the New Testament, Paul commended the Thessalonians how they turned from idols to serve the living God in 1 Thessalonians 1.9. Imagine the difficulty in continuing to serve idols when one has declared to follow God. Folks, that is impossible. Jesus in Matthew 6.24 said as much. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God in mammon. Folks, it is a choice. That's the beauty of conversion. We are able to make a choice to change for good. Listen to Matthew 18 in verse 3. When Jesus said, Except ye be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now please note the process. Converted and become. That means when we change, we continue in our change for good. How beautiful that God has put forth a plan for the redemption of man, and it's called conversion. Consider with me today the blessing of conversion. Are there changes that are needed? And to say a few words, or to use the words of one of my predecessors, the late V.E. Howard, are you listening? Conversion. It's a blessing in that the lost can be saved. The command was put forth by the Christ. In all four gospel accounts, listen to the Great Commission. Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen and 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. See the pattern? Go, teach, baptize, and teach. Go, teach, baptize, and teach. You teach, you're converted, and you continue in that turn. How about Mark sixteen, fifteen, and 16? And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. Go, preach, believe, and baptize. You see, there's a conversion. Listen to Luke twenty four forty four through 49 And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the Scriptures. And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead from the third day, or to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So, dear friends, here we see repentance and remission of sins preached in his name, his authority. This pattern of conversion is consistent all the way through. 
Listen to John twenty twenty one through twenty three. Then Jesus said, or then said Jesus rather to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. Sins remitted are remitted. That parallels with the other passages of conversion. That when we we go, we teach or preach, there's belief, there's baptism, there's salvation, and we continue to teach. Conversion is a blessing in that the lost can be saved. It is clear the command to preach was in order to change lives, to be converted. Listen to Psalm 51.13. When the psalmist got his life in order, he said, Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. The ways of God are conveyed and clearly stated, dear friends. There is no reason why one should be lost eternally or spiritually. My friend, do you need your sins forgiven? Do you need converted? And kind listener, would you love to know more about conversion and salvation? Maybe we're prompting some questions in your mind that you'd like to look at this a little closer. Allow me to send you, through the International Gospel Hour, absolutely free, a Bible study course by mail. You can take your time, you can study on your own and your own pace. And get this, folks, not only is it free, but it has no denominational bias. It's just a study from the Scriptures. All you got to do is call toll-free 1-855-444-6988. Leave us your name your address, and we'll send it out to you. That's 1-855-IGH-6988, and your free Bible course will come your way. Now, let's talk just a little more about conversion. Not only is it a blessing that the lost can be saved, but it's a blessing that one can return to God. I'm talking about the story of the prodigal son in Luke 15 that teaches of two young men the younger whom we know as the prodigal son who was given to wasteful luxury or extravagance and went off into that far country and actually blew everything he had. And then there's also the elder brother. Now let's look at these two for a moment. The younger son left the father, but he repented and returned home. The love and practice of sin had left him empty. All the earthly possessions could not replace the possession of heaven. He was converted once again. The elder son stayed with the father, but we see a disposition that needs repentance, and the story ends sadly. Is it possible then to be like the elder brother, one that is with the father in his house, if you will, yet one's life does not reflect it? I mean, there's much to be said of the text. Judgment must begin at the house of God, 1 Peter 4.17. And we understand in James 5 and verse 19 that one can err from the truth and can be converted. Yes, dear friends, one can err from the truth, according to Hebrews 3.12. Dear friends, we know that one can depart both heart and presence from the house of God, the church. We'd like to pause and ask you this question. Is that what you need to do? Do you need to turn again unto God, whom you followed once? Dear friends, conversion is a change of direction. It's a turning. And we hope this study today will prompt you to make those changes in your life. And we're here to help you at the International Gospel Hour. 
with any questions, a Bible study course, or maybe you'd like more information on this study here, we'd love to hear from you with a simple name and address and the reason for your call. That's 1-855-444-6988 or theinternationalgospelhour.com and leave us a message. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. Let's continue our studies, please, and I look forward to hearing and to being with you, if you will, next time. I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,